What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week 15 wide receiver start sits. So assuming you guys have made the playoffs, um, congratulations on that. Um, if you guys are new to the channel in my start sit videos, I go through every single matchup. So all 16 week 15 matchups, I'll talk about every single fantasy relevant wide receiver and then list them as either a start fringe option or sit. The starts are going to be the wide receivers. You feel confident playing as like your wide receiver one or your wide receiver two, the fringe options, more of your wide receiver threes, flex options, and then sits, obviously players that you would prefer to keep on your bench. Let's just dive right into the Thursday night matchup where we have the Chargers taking on the Raiders. Likely going to be a pretty gross quarterback matchup here, um, but for me, just going to be firing up the wide receiver ones on these teams. So for the Chargers, even with no Herbert, I still think you fire up Keenan Allen as a solid wide receiver option. Quinton Johnston had a decent like deep catch um, in the week 14 game, but definitely not someone I want to rely on this week, especially with no Justin Herbert, most likely. And then on the other side for the Raiders, um, they get shut out. Devontae Adams still had a fine game. He's one of the most talented wide receivers in the NFL. So definitely still someone that I would be playing in my fantasy football lineups. And then going to be sitting Jacoby Myers. Had a really nice start to the season. Um, just with Jimmy G going to the bench, the production has not been there with uh, Aiden O'Connell. So Myers will be a sit for me. Looking at the Vikings-Bengals matchup, it looks like um, at this point that Justin Jefferson should be good to go for this game against the Bengals. He left pretty early on with a chest injury. So great news that he should be good to go. If Jefferson's active, obviously you're firing him up as a high-end wide receiver one. Jordan Addison has definitely cooled off as of late. Um, if Jefferson plays, Addison is going to be a sit for me. The production just hasn't been there. And this Vikings offense has just really kind of fallen off, especially the quarterback play. So I don't really think you can trust like the wide receiver two with how this offense has looked over the past few weeks. And then for the Bengals, um, Jamar Chase, not a great fantasy game. I still think he's a fine start. Jake Browning has continued to play well. T Higgins also back-to-back, -back, not so great games. For me, just the fact that Jake Browning has been playing well over the past two games, I believe that T Higgins is a very talented wide receiver. I still think Higgins is playable as like a wide receiver three option in your lineups. In the next matchup, we have the Steelers taking on the Colts here. For Deontay Johnson, he's had some not so crazy volume games, but has gotten into the end zone over the past couple of weeks, which is not a luxury that you had last season. So good to see the touchdowns have been there. Obviously, the Steelers offense is going to struggle. Looks like we're going to get Mitch Trubisky this week. I think Deontay's a fine wide receiver three, but it's tough to be super excited about him. And then George Pickens, the production really has just not been there at all since Deontay Johnson uh, came off of IR. On the other side for the Colts here, Michael Pittman, very, very clear start. Super safe floor week to week with also a pretty high ceiling, especially in PPR formats. Uh, Josh Downs was pretty excited. I thought he could have a really nice finish to the season. Has not put it together over the past few weeks, so him and Alec Pierce are going to be uh, sits for me. Then looking at the Broncos-Lions matchup here, for the Broncos and Cortland Sutton, last week I pretty much talked about it in my start to the video. I had him as a fringe option. I didn't think he could keep up this touchdown production. I did not think it was sustainable. Then he goes out in week 14. He has another amazing touchdown catch. Um, he has five straight games with 50-plus receiving yards and he is a receiving touchdown in seven of his last eight games. And I'm going to have him as a start this week. This is a nice matchup here against the Lions, who have allowed the fourth most fantasy points per game to wide receivers over the past four weeks. We just saw the Bears wide receiver, DJ Moore, have a huge game against them. So I think Cortland Sutton is definitely a nice wide receiver two option. 
And then for the Lions here, Amon Ross St. Brown with kind of like an uncharacteristic back-to-back not-so-great games. Obviously, I'm still going to the well here with Amon Ra as like a solid wide receiver one. I'm expecting a bounce back. He just hasn't been the typical like super high ceiling option in week 13 and week 14. Going to be sitting J-Mo and uh, Josh Reynolds against the Broncos. Looking at the divisional matchup between the Falcons and the Panthers. For the Falcons, Drake London coming off of a monster week 14 game. Great to see. I'm a huge believer in the talent of Drake London. Not a great matchup here against the Panthers. And you never know what the passing volume situation is going to look like for the Falcons. But I think he's a fine fringe option, wide receiver three play. For the Panthers, Adam Pleland was kind of on the risk of just not being fantasy relevant at all anymore. He puts together a decent game in week 14, some fine volume. So I think he's a wide receiver three, but definitely way off from what we were getting from him earlier on in the season. And they're going to be sitting Jonathan Mingo and DJ Chark. Mingo's commanding some volume. Um, as a rookie, I thought he could have some juice later on in the season, but week 15 hasn't shown enough production. I don't think he's going to be relevant to uh, close out the season here, at least fantasy-wise. And then looking at the Bears-Browns matchup, for the Bears here, I mean, this is the DJ Moore show at wide receiver. He's the clear top option. He is a fantasy wide receiver one rest of season. Coming off a huge week 14 game, you fire him up as a very strong play. And then for the Browns, um, starting off with Amari Cooper here, Once Watson was ruled out for the season, it definitely seemed like he was pretty cooked for fantasy. Um, Guys like DTR and uh, Walker had just not been able to support him fantasy-wise. I think Joe Flacco coming in has really given Cooper new life here. Um, He played just 32% of the snaps in week 13 before he left with a concussion, but just 32% of the snaps, he was targeted five times. Then in week 14, he gets targeted 14 times. Joe Flacco's going out there. They're letting him sling it. The Spurs defense has been much tougher than it was earlier on in the season, so it's not a cake matchup like you may be thinking, um, but I do think Cooper is definitely playable as like a wide receiver three option, and I think he's someone who could have a decent finish after it seemed like he really wouldn't be super relevant rest of season, and then going to be sitting in the wide receiver two there, Elijah Moore. Looking at the Buccaneers-Packers matchup here, you just continue to fire up Mike Evans as like a fringe wide receiver one. Not a crazy game in uh, week 14, but he's just been such a strong option. Chris Godwin just hasn't had the top production over the last few weeks. Second half of the season hasn't come through. Very talented wide receiver, just hasn't really put it together fantasy-wise over the whole season. And then for the Packers here, um, I'm going to have Christian Watson and Jaden Reed as fringe options. Now for Christian Watson, not sure what his status is going to be for this game. Um, If he's healthy, good to go, this is where I'd have him. If he does not play, I think you could give me an argument that Jaden Reed should be a start based on the volume he's seen, his usage on the ground, and the fact that the Buccaneers secondary is very suspect. So that's a situation we'll kind of have to navigate throughout the week. But right now, I would feel decent about both Watson and Reed. Outside of those two, um, I'm going to be sitting Romeo Dobbs. I felt like he had a really nice opportunity here in week 14 on Monday night to put together a strong game with no Christian Watson. Didn't really happen. It definitely seemed like Jaden Reed is the guy they really want to get super involved. So that's how I'm viewing that uh, Packers wide receiver room currently. I could see an argument for Dobbs being a fringe option if uh, Watson is not able to give it a go, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, in the next one, a divisional matchup between the Jets and the Dolphins here. For the Jets, I like Garrett Wilson as a start. I think Zach Wilson coming back, playing the quarterback position, is going to be a plus for Garrett Wilson. Even in the games where he was struggling, he was still force-feeding Garrett Wilson targets, so you'll like to see that. 
um, for the Dolphins here. Not sure what Tyreek Hill's uh, status is going to be at this point. So it seemed like he came back from that ankle injury, but then he was kind of in and out of the lineup. Who knows how that ankle is feeling, you know, a day or two later. But obviously, if Tyreek Hill's playing, you're firing him up as a start. It is a tough matchup here against the Jets for both these guys. But if they're playing, they're going to be starts for me. Jalen Waddle, if Tyreek Hill's fully healthy, maybe he's like back-end wide receiver two, maybe even high-end wide receiver three, just based on the corners here for the Jets. But if Hill is out or banged up, I think Waddle is going to be involved. So right now, both those guys are going to be starts for me. Looking at the Giants-Saints matchup here for the Giants, honestly, great ending to that game with uh, Tommy DeVito going out there, balling out. I'm still going to be sitting these wide receivers, Wondell Robinson, Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodgins. It's a fun story. I'm not sure how much I want to buy in fantasy-wise, especially to these wide receivers, um, so they're going to be sits for me. For the Saints here, really have one fantasy-relevant wide receiver at this point. It's Chris Olave. Not a ton of passing yards out of the Saints in uh, Week 14, but Chris Olave still finds the end zone. He's going to command a lot of volume. I like him here as a fringe wide receiver one rest of season. We're going to have a divisional matchup between the uh, Texans and the Titans. And honestly, there's just a ton up in the air here for this Titans offense. Starting off with CJ Stroud, is he going to be good to go? He's in concussion protocol. Obviously, they're going to be super safe with him as their uh, franchise quarterback. We also have Nico Collins dealing with a calf injury. So if Nico Collins is playing, I'm going to have him as a start option. Obviously, best case scenario just all around is that Stroud and Collins are able to give it a go. Um, If Collins is not able to play and Stroud is able to play, then I think Noah Brown is relevant as like a fringe option. If we're not getting CJ Stroud and we're not getting Nico Collins, I don't really want to be relying on Noah Brown on like a Davis Mills-led offense. Would probably just prefer to fade these weapons. I guess maybe aside from Devin Singletary as like an RB3 play, just another one of these wide receiver rooms we'll kind of have to navigate moving forward throughout the week. Uh, For the Titans, I have DeAndre Hopkins as a start coming off a big game here. Will Levis is peppering him with targets, especially over the past couple of games. I think he definitely belongs as like a uh, back-end wide receiver two play. Looking at the Chiefs-Patriots matchup, for the Chiefs, at this point in the season, there is one fantasy-relevant wide receiver there. It is Rasheed Rice. He's had three straight really solid games. They need to just continue to get this guy involved. I think he's pretty much the only competent wide receiver they have at this point. Fire him up as a solid wide receiver to play. And then for the Patriots, um, we'll see if we get Demario Douglas in this game. Missed the last two, but week and a half to recover after the week 14 game. So I think he's a fringe option if he is able to give it a go. He would definitely be the wide receiver I'd see as like their top option. So a wide receiver three if he is healthy. And they're going to be sitting Juju Smith-Schuster coming off a decent game on Thursday night. Um, But I do prefer Douglas at this point. Looking at the divisional game between the 49ers and the Cardinals. For the 49ers, you just continue to roll with all these weapons. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, both locked in starts in your lineup. And then for the Cardinals... Honestly, Marquise Brown has probably been one of, if not the biggest disappointment over the past few weeks. He was so impressive early on in the season with Dobbs at quarterback, where I thought when Kyler Murray returned, like they were going to be great. It's not like they had no chemistry, right? They played together in college. Uh, Marquise Brown was great to start off the season last year with no D-hop. But since Kyler has come back, Marquise Brown has pretty much been a complete non-factor. He had one decent game. The rest has just not been there. In a tough matchup, I really just have a tough time wanting to fire up Marquise Brown in my fantasy lineups, so he will be a uh, sit for me. We're going to have the Commanders taking on the Rams, 
And I really thought about listing Terry McLaurin as a sit here. He's had three straight pretty rough fantasy games. Um, his worst one coming before the bye where, you know, he was just out there running cardio, like he said. I ended up going with a fringe option here for uh, Terry McLaurin. I think coming off the bye, the commanders have to do some self-scouting here. You have to realize that Terry McLaurin is your top weapon and he needs to be more involved. Even in those other games where the fantasy production wasn't there, the volume was still fine. So I'll buy back into Terry as a wide receiver three, but if he doesn't do anything in week 15, it'll definitely be very, very tough to trust him heading into week 16 and week 17. And then I'm going to be sitting the uh, commanders wide receiver two and three, Curtis Samuel and Jahan Dotson. For the uh, Rams here, we had Puka and Cooper Cup both have big games against arguably the toughest defense in the NFL in uh, week 14 against the Ravens. So I like both those guys in a smash matchup here against this uh, commanders defense. We're going to have the Cowboys taking on the Bills. For the Cowboys, honestly, both of these teams, I'm just firing up the wide receiver ones. So C.D. Lamb, locked and start. Stephon Diggs, locked and start. I'm going to be sitting Brandon Cooks. I was pretty much bought into him heading into week 14. He had the perfect matchup against that uh, Eagles secondary. He didn't come through fantasy-wise. The volume just hasn't been overly consistent. It's not a smash matchup here against the Bills. So, I would just prefer if you could go in a different direction. Um, and then also going to be sitting Michael Gallup, who had a decent game against the Eagles. Um, and then for the Bills, Gabe Davis just not getting it done. We have a big enough sample size. I don't want him in my lineup, even if he has that crazy ceiling, especially in a tough matchup. Um, then also going to be sitting Khalil Shakir. We're going to have the Ravens taking on the Jaguars. And for the Ravens, Zay Flowers, another big game. Fire him up as a solid wide receiver too. For Odell Beckham here, I could definitely see an argument for people wanting to start him or having him as like a wide receiver three, and he's definitely put together some impressive performances in the second half of the season. He has 10 or more PPR points in four of his last five games. He's coming off a season-high 10 targets, um, caught four of those for 97 yards and a touchdown. My current concern with OBJ here is that even though his like you know stat lines over the past few weeks have been solid... He's not running starting wide receiver routes. You'll need a 59% route participation in week 14. It is very tough for a wide receiver who's getting that type of usage to be a very consistent option and to really have any floor. So I would be a little bit concerned there about the floor. It seems like he could just go out there, you know, give you like one for 10 and really just kind of tank in your lineup. So something to think about if we start to see that improve his route participation, then maybe I'm more interested in week 16 and week 17. But right now, don't feel great about it. And then for the uh, Jaguars here, Calvin really, even though he hasn't put together strong fantasy games over the past couple of weeks, the volume has been there. Even in a tough matchup with Trevor Lawrence healthy, I still think Calvin Ridley is going to end up being like a back-end wide receiver too for me when I go through my rankings. And then Zay Jones had solid usage, commanded a lot of volume, great route participation. For me as like the wide receiver too in a not-so-great matchup, I'm going to need to see him actually put it together, even with Christian Kirk out. I don't think we can just lock him in for solid production. So Zay Jones is going to be a sit. And then looking at the final game of the week, the Eagles taking on the Seahawks. Eagles coming off a tough one against the Cowboys. Still going to be firing up A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith as starts with a lot of confidence. But then for the Seahawks here, I also think this wide receiver room is interesting. D.K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, due to the matchup, I think they're nice starts here against this Eagles secondary. And then JSN, he's someone who's kind of bounced back and forth between being a sit or a fringe option. He's running nice routes. He's commanding volume. 
I like JSN here as a fringe option against the Eagles. I think this could be a big game for him. And that's going to wrap it up for all 16 of the week 15 wide receiver matchups. Hopefully this gives you a little bit of clarity at the wide receiver position. I'll also have my wide receiver rankings out tomorrow. And then I'll have the running back, quarterback, and tight end start sits all out today. So check those out if you guys are interested. But thank you all for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.